In regards to what is found in this week's parsha, where the pasuk says, "Hashem said to Avram, I will give your children this land as Israel." The Medrash says that when Avram Avinu was uh, in the land of Naram Narayim, where he lived originally, he saw that they were eating and drinking and partying and so on. So he said, "I don't want any part of this land." But when he got to Eretz Yisrael, then he saw them that they were busy with farming and improving and hoeing the land and uh, pruning the trees and so on. They were, so he said, Halavai, I would like to be part of this land. This is where I want to be part of. So Hashem said, what it says in the Pasig in our parsha, to your children I will give this land. So we have to understand about this. The Medrash says that Avram Avinu wanted to be part of this culture, of this land. I'm going to be part of this. And that was because he saw them working. So what does it mean eventually what happened? It wasn't those people that remained in the land. It was, Hashem took it from them and gave it to the Yidin. And he gave it to them 400 years later. So how did Avram, why did Avram want to be part of a land which had people that work on the land when how does that have to do with what his children will eventually do there and 400 years later how does this inform anything positive about this land and my, one might want to answer that our Chazal tell us that there are countries which give rise to a nation which is of a positive nature or a negative nature. In other words, that the country itself, the land itself, produces a certain type of character in a person. But if that was the answer to this, in other words, that at Yisrael, he saw that it gives rise to people that work. But then, we know that it says the opposite, that the Knanim, the people that live in Eretz Yisrael, the Knanim, they were the most corrupt of all people. So then, they were, if they're the most corrupt of all people, even more than Aram Narayim, so how does this one quality that the people of Eretz Yisrael have, which is that they work the land, how does that override all of the other problems that they had in Canaan, which was that they were the most corrupt of all? Why would that outweigh all the other negative traits of the people of Canaan? And therefore, the country of Canaan, which gives rise to these kinds of people so what is it so, that's so unique about the fact that the people of the land worked the land and that's why this is the country that should become the Jewish land, the Jewish the place where the Yidin would settle so to understand it, we have to understand what is so unique about toil, what's so unique about toil our sages tell us Adam la'amol the, the Pasuk says, Adam Amal Yulad, a person was created for the purpose of toil. So the Gemara says, in interpretation of this Pasuk, I don't know what kind of toil it's talking about. Is it talking about toil and hard work? That can't be, because the Pasuk says, I have put a saddle, I have saddled his mouth. In other words, that the, real, the true purpose of the work is speech. A human is outstanding in speech. Is different, you know, that's what is unique about us. And so the, Gemara, so the Gemara asks, is it possible that it's about all kinds of speech? 
The Gemara answers, no, it's only about about uh, that it's about the study of Torah and therefore the kind of toil that the Torah speaks of is the toil of Torah. That's the Gemara. So the question is, why would the Gemara even think that a person, the whole purpose of a person being created is to toil hard at work? What's the quality in that? And even in speech, which is a uniquely human quality, but the, the Ramam says that most of what a person talks about is meaningless and useless, and so it can't be about ordinary speech. And why would the Gemara think that speech in itself is a quality in which you have to toil? Of course it's about Torah. What else is there? And since we know that every, every question in the Gemara also has value and also has truth, we know this because you have to make a bracha before you learn even the question. And even the original uh, hypothesis, hypothesis, which in the end the Gemara rejects. If you learn only that, you still have to make a bracha, and you call it Teirasei and Teiras Emes. So this is also true. So therefore, every Kosal Kadaitach, every uh, hypothesis which the Gemara offers, even though it ultimately rejects it, what it means is it has a certain truth. But in a certain context, in the context that we're applying, it doesn't rise to the ultimate truth. So everything that we just said, Amal Malacha, the toil of hard work, the toil of speech has a certain truth. But you can't say that this is the ultimate purpose of a man's creation. So therefore, what is the truth of Amal Malacha? What is the truth that is found in Amal Sicha and the toil of work of speech? So to explain that, we have to understand what is so, what's so great about toil? Why is toil so great? It would seem that since Hashem is such is a toiv, Hashem is ultimate, the ultimate good, and it's the nature of the one that is good to want to do good with others. Why would he make it that in order to achieve anything meaningful, you have to work hard? Why did he put such emphasis on working hard? Why didn't he create the world in such a way that everything comes easy? And if you want to answer that the reason is because people enjoy that which they achieve on their own, that's what they truly enjoy, as we see from what the Gemara says, that a person enjoys one small measure of what he achieved on his own rather than nine times as much but something that somebody else gave him because you enjoy what you achieved more but that doesn't answer it because then that's, that in itself is something that Hashem created in the nature of a person why did He create people like that? why didn't He create people that enjoy what they are given freely and easily and that's what they'll enjoy, and therefore they could go through life, and with you know skating through life without having to do any hard work. Why did he create the world in a way that you have to do hard work to achieve? And the answer is because to achieve something means that a person doesn't want to be a receiver all the time, because a receiver means you're part of the creation. Creation receives from the creator. When a person wants to be a, a partner with Hashem in creation, you don't want to be a receiver, you also want to be a, a giver, a mashpia. When you contribute to creation, then you become similar to Hashem, because He contributes, He gives to creation. The rest of creation receives from Hashem. So if you went through life only receiving, you would never be similar to Hashem you couldn't call yourself a 
partner in creation. That's why it's the human nature. Hashem created the human nature that in order to achieve, you have to work hard. You have to do something in which you contribute. Then you can call yourself a partner with Hashem. And that's the reason that a person always needs, wants to achieve in order to be able to be happy. And that's why the Gemara originally thinks and feels, and it has a certain truth to it, that the purpose, the achievement of man is in toiling in work. Because in order to contribute to the creation, to my Bereshis, to the world at large, not just in the human condition, but to the world at large, therefore ch- achievement and working hard in matters of creation, that's where you, that's where you, uh, you, you receive your, your purpose in life. That's where you really uh, receive your purpose in life. That's Amal Malacha. But that in itself can't be enough because Hashem doesn't merely contribute to the creation. Hashem brought about a new thing, a completely new and novel thing in creation. So you can't be a partner with Hashem by contributing to creation. You have to be able to bring about something new and novel, meaning something that escapes and transcends creation altogether. That can be achieved through sicha, through what a human contributes to the world, which is speech. And since you want to become similar to Hashem with a chiddush, with something new and novel that is not contained by the rest of creation... Therefore, because maise, malacha, hard work, is something that even animals can do too. So you're not being machadish anything, but speech is something that the human brings to the creation. And that's why, perhaps that's what the way to express true, con- uh, true contribution to creation. But even that is not enough, because you yourself, as a person capable of speech, is not something that you created. You didn't create yourself. Hashem created you, so therefore even the speech that you bring to the table is not something that you are machadish, that you brought about. So what could you do to become a truly, a true contributor? When you learn Torah, and Torah is the essence of Hashem, Torah is the wisdom of Hashem, which is connected to the essence of Hashem. And therefore when a person learns Torah, they connect to Hashem Himself. They take on elements of Hashem Himself. So now when you speak in, the, in terms of Torah, you truly become like the Creator Himself, which is the contributor, not only the contributor, but also the, the one that brought about the entire new and novel thing of creation. And that's where, how you become a true partner with Hashem. That's what the Gemara concludes. And therefore, there are three elements, there are three steps that you have to go through in order to reach the true purpose of what toil is about. To understand this, the Friedrich Rebbe explains that Amal Malacha means that a person should work with faith in Hashem. You know that it's not your work that accomplishes everything that you have. It's Hashem's blessing and uh, that it comes through your work. Amal Sicha means that a person should daven. Daven, ain't Sicha that's what Amal Sicha is, that you should daven properly, with effort, with toil. And this uh, fits well with our original explanation. Amal malacha, which means that a Yid lives with the faith that, the, that Hashem is the one that sends a blessing through his work. That is all understanding the creation within creation. The work that you do, and uh, it, it comes from Hashem. 
the blessing that comes through your work comes from Hashem, but it's still limited to the creation, the way Hashem relates to creation, and it's limited to that. Amal sicha can go beyond that, means going beyond creation. As we are told that Sula Mutzavartza, that the, the ladder which stands on the ground, but the head of it reaches into the heavens, means that you are taking from what is below, through your own efforts, you bring that which is earthy, and you bring it up into heavenly, you make it into heavenly. In other words, that you take the world, the earthiness of the world, and you bring it outside of its parameters of earthiness, and you introduce it to the heaven. So you've allowed it to connect to something which is heavenly. But in the end, since the Avaida of Tefillah is all through which means elevating something from below to allow it to reach above, which means that it's accomplished through human endeavor. And since a human is ultimately, ultimately limited, and therefore whatever you have to do with your own kaychas have to, are by definition limited. And therefore, even when you allow, you bring, elevate the world into, to get closer to heaven, it's ultimately only what you can accomplish through your own limited abilities. In order to reach true transcendence, that is dafke through Torah. Because Torah, even as it comes down into the world, is still, remains the pure wisdom of Hashem. And it's connected to Hashem. And it ultimately transcends the world that it's in. And therefore you're able to transcend, to, to reach a truly transcendent level. But you can't just start with becoming truly transcendent. It has to start with working within the creation to elevate creation to whatever it's able to on its own, from its, within its own parameters. Then you can bring it to a level which it is somewhat transcendent. And only then can you get to a malteira, which is to allow it to become truly transcendent. And therefore, each element of the Gemara's hypothesis is true and correct. It has to go through all three steps. And the same is true also for the transformation of Eretz Yisrael as a land, as a country, as a geographical location. First, Hashem gave it to the nations that they should work it. Work it. And that is working within the parameters. Then Avraham Avinu came along and he said, he's, Avraham Avinu who already began the transformation of the world because he started the Shnei Alofim Torah and so on. So he started the transformation of Eretz Yisrael. And he's the one that transformed it from an ordinary land to a holy land, to a place where the Yidin will be able to ultimately transcend, to transform it into a a holier land, even than Avram was able to. So originally, Avram Avinu, how did he come to recognize Hashem? He saw from within the workings of creation. He looked at the world around him. He looked at the sun. He saw that that which comes to the world from the sun. This all this can't be coming from the sun itself, from the world itself. There must be a creator to all of this. There must be something that is working within the world to make it. To, to run the world so that was the first level within the world he came to recognize Hashem but then there was a higher level similar to Sicha that to Tefillah that he began to, saw, to see that the, the master of the world the creator of the world it can't be that his entire he is defined by the, as the creator of the world that's all he is the creator of the world 
the creator of the world has to be someone that is co- something that is completely transcendent of the world and that the world is only a small element of what he does that means that he was able to recognize something which is transcendent of the world God which, as he transcends the world so therefore when Avram Avinu saw that the people of the land they work the land he saw that there is a quality of transforming and improving the land itself that was to him that they, these are people that are creating a, an environment which can later, Amal Malacha, which can later be taken to Amal Sicha, where Avram Avinu expressed a prayer to Hashem, this should become my land, this is what I would like to be part of. And then it ultimately went to the Yidden that they were able to transform it in a way that it was through Torah, that it was completely transcendent of the creation altogether but it had to go through the three steps starting from Amal Malacha the people simply are working to improve the land that's the beginning